you know, what you're sort of what you're sort of getting at here is Christian nationalism, right? I read the I haven't read the book yet, but I read the piece that you put out in the Atlantic about it that ended with the pastor who took over for your father, who was trying to fight the takeover of Trump in the in the church. Um, you asked him what's happened to the evangelicals in America, and he said they love America too much. It's like they're is that what we're dealing with here? Is, is this what what this what the evangelical or at least for some evangelicals that are supporting Trump morphed into Christian nationalism? I think so. And listen, Christian nationalism is, is a loaded term, and it means different things to different people. So I think clarifying in this context what the definition yeah. is is helpful. At the end of the day, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are called to a citizenship in heaven, uh, and you are called to be a part of the kingdom of God. And we are warned as Christians throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, prayers and epistles, all the way through. It's not ambiguous that your identity is rooted in heaven. Your identity is rooted in following Jesus. Um, unfortunately, I think this love of country, which can be healthy to a point, over-realized among some of these evangelical Christians, has sort of merged two kingdoms into one and has created this, this belief that somehow if America falls, then God himself is defeated. When, again, as Christians, we believe that Jesus triumphed over the grave, so there is no such thing as defeat. But... When you begin to think of America as almost this covenant nation that, 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 that God has ordained us, God has blessed us, and you are fighting for God by fighting for America, that is Christian nationalism. And that is what has infected much of the church today. Is that like the best pitch ever? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the point he's trying to make. You love your country too much. America is a covenant nation. It's the new Jerusalem. That's why we've had these blessings. Um, Brad, t- tell me, so how it, you're saying they're, they're making the point to try to get Christians out of the, uh, out of the political sphere. Is that your point? Yeah, yeah no, he's just gaslighting, right? Love of country to a point. Uh, let me give them, you know, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, back in 1200, uh, reason, right? The reason it also comes uniquely and is guarded through the Judeo Christian West at all, as well. And St. Thomas Aquinas says that any regime that is not under God and his natural law is tyranny. Any regime that's not under God. This is standard Catholic teaching, standard Protestant teaching, and any regime not under God and not under his natural law, that is the true tyranny, Tim. And so, you know, Tim, is your God sovereign over politics? It's a yes or no question. And then the reason you know he's gaslighting, uh, he says your identity. His identity is rooted in the Atlantic and Politico and sitting on left-wing things, tanking his evangelical brothers and sisters. That appears to be his identity and his book titles. And so I, I just want to warn the evangelicals out there, be aware. Our faith, uh, it, 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 he, he gaslights at the end. He says, we view our faith through politics as if the politics is God. Of course, that's false, and that's a terrible thing for him to say about his brothers and sisters in the faith. Our faith uh, is in a God who acts in history and through politics, all through the scriptures, and uh, Brother Tim, uh, we're all in. Sorry, no matter what you say, uh, I've just listed all the evidence, right? The the formation of democracy, the republic, the human rights architecture, uh, the freedom architecture that brought us the free market system that's now feeding a billion Chinese and a billion Indian uh, people all made in the image of God, 
That's something to be proud of, brother. That's what your Christian evangelicals have constructed. All of that was constructed to prevent the tyrant, uh, to prevent the Marxists and the communists and the fascists from ever taking charge. Uh, your side, Tim, the guys you're sitting with, they want the giant administrative state. So please answer me this one question, Tim. Do you want a larger administrative state or a smaller administrative state? And uh, everything hangs on your answer to that single question. Wow. Dave Brad thrown down. Dave, how do people get to you on social media? Um, and how do they get to you if they want to talk to you about uh, your uh, – Liberty University. I understand you come on yep. here in your personal capacity, but there's so many people interested yep. in the great education down there, particularly in today's time. You see the the Ivy Leagues, your Princeton and my right. Harvard, not right. exactly looking that good. Right. Not, no, not I, exactly I, standing up. If I had time, I would have done uh, human reason, the same logic all the way through. And so, yeah, parents uh, come visit Liberty University. I'm going around the country giving talks now. Uh, and loving that. All the charts from yesterday and today will be up at Brat Economics on Getter. Uh, I just whipped through the basic categories, right? Democracy, uh, republic, human rights, free market system. All those take a lifetime of study for the young ones. Uh, so get them digging in right now uh, and get them ready to roll. We need to defend this country and don't let the gaslighters get you off track. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Dave Thanks, Brad Steve. throwing down hard. Challenge to Tim Alberta. Um, talk about tyranny. Let's play this cold open, and then we're going to bring in one of the great fighters in our nation today, Laura Logan. Those buses were removed from the Union Station, and we're going to document all of that. So you believe that those buses held undercover offices, not informants, Correct. I feel very, very confident that, that everybody that was on those two buses were FBI assets. And I have a high degree of, of belief that they were actual FBI agents. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, ma'am, my objective conclusion is that, uh, is that senior officials at the, at the FBI were deeply involved there. You had a combination of FBI confidential informants uh, either registered, unregistered, or, or a volunteer informant, or actual FBI agents, depending upon the group and how significant the group was. Like the agents inserted and say that in the Proud Boys um, groups that were, were going to come to D.C., those are most probably actual FBI agents, whereas some, you know, random Facebook group of patriots from Arizona or something was most likely an informant. So, but they're going down. These these men, and their high perch, and their their position of power and authority, that are walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles. They're not going to get away with it. They have so far. We'll see. Powerful people in this country, they want to make sure no one hears your, your voice. They want everyone to look at you like a far-right, crazy conspiracy theorist. Is that who you are? No, man. I'm a regular American man. Okay, Laura Logan joins us. First, I want to make sure everybody understands the series you're doing. Because, Laura, I got to tell you, it's actually better than 60 Minutes. 
not now, 60 Minutes is a disaster. I'm saying even when you were there, and it was kind of the top of the game, these are so well produced. The information and just the the way you dramatic, the way the arc of the story is incredible. So first off, where do people go? This is explosive. I mean, Clay Higgins is a, a, a career in law enforcement, congressman from Louisiana, and you can tell he's kind of done his scattergun before he sat down with you. That's like a 60 Minutes episode, and man, that is just right between the eyes. So wh- first off, Talk about the series. Where do people get this? Because we need millions of people to be watching this right now. The series is called The Rest of the Story with Lara Logan. And you can find it on X. Um, go to Truth and Media, at Truth and Media. Um, and it's also online at truthandmedia.com. You, you know, if you follow me, you can find it easily. So for all our audience, it's also, we put it up on we stream it when it comes out on Getter and on uh, Rumble. We have live chats, and people can't get enough of it. So talk. T- I think this is the fifth or sixth episode. I think it is. Walk us through the Clay Higgins <laughs> of it all, behind, because this, this is the is most explosive. Nine. <laughs> nine. Good Lord. So talk <laughs> us. You saved this one for a reason. Why is this? Why did you drop this bombshell now? You know, that's uh, that's actually interesting. So one of the things I learned at 60 Minutes, one of the things my uh, former boss was very good at was taking long-form investigative stories and investigative storytelling and news that really sort of endures and bringing that to the, the hard news of the moment. And one of the things that, that Clay Higgins could do for us was to bring us into what is happening with January 6th now. So, like, for example, I'm working on Victoria White's story, which is a very powerful story and really should have been told a thousand times already. Um, but because of the neglect of the media today, these stories are falling by the wayside. But that story could be told at any time after January 6th. Clay Higgins' story had to be done now because this is about what they are learning right now, what they are revealing right now, what they're working on right now. And so it's um, it's very it's very very um, important that people hear about this because we I feel like we're reaching a watershed moment here. Um, you know, we've gone from a, a position where, as you know, you were one of the few people in the very beginning who would talk about January 6th, right? We had Republicans um, as well as Democrats making it the, you were like an untouchable if you went to D.C. didn't matter if you didn't do anything. And uh, and nobody wanted to go there. In fact, uh, a lot of conservatives were just like, whew, you know, there but for the grace of God go out. I'm glad it's not me. And now people are starting to realize and to see there's a massive travesty of justice that has taken place here. And people are demanding the truth. And guess what? You know, people like you and me, we're not backing down. We know that uh, these, I'll, I'll be polite. We know that these uh, people on the other side have uh, a lot of money behind them. We know they have a lot of power. We know they're going to come for us with every single thing they've got. And we're not backing down because there's only one truth. And I was born to do this. That's the only thing I've ever done. It's the only thing I'm ever going to do with my life besides being a mom, right, and a wife and a sister and all that. And so so I'm not backing down from this because if we back down from this, there's nothing left. So we really don't have a choice. This is different, though. The Higgins takes us to the next level because this mm-hmm. is even beyond a travesty of justice. What he's saying is that he has proof, and we'll pull it and we'll say it, that the senior levels of law enforcement, the FBI, the Justice Department – were part of a plot, not to just simply cover it up, part of a plot to instigate this. 
this changes the yeah. entire dynamics of it. A lot of people were saying they, they knew about it or afterwards and they had covered it up and we haven't gotten the information. They picked on these guys. Higgins is saying something totally different about those That's white right. buses. Talk to, give, we've got a couple of minutes in this side. I'll hold you through. This is why it's a game changer. He's actually the first person of any official capacity to be able to mm-hmm. come out and say, because Cash and these guys talk about, hey, they, we gave them all this intelligence. We gave them this thing. Trump wanted 20,000 National Guard. They didn't do it. And the whole, the whole focus has been on that. And that's horrific. You're saying something very different. This is, this is why that's it's a correct. game changer. You're saying they actively, they actively participated in this event and, in fact, probably thought it through and generated it, ma'am. Yes, one of the things that Higgins points to, which is probably uh, among the most damning evidence, is the fact that these ideas, the idea of, you know, taking the capital and all these um, sort of catchphrases that you hear in the narrative that are repeated endlessly by the media afterwards, that's your roadmap to the information operation, right? That's your setup right there. So if you can find those catchphrases inside these chat rooms where people were talking um, before January 6th, and you can trace those back with their IP addresses to where they were coming from, what Higgins is saying is that when they did that, they found that a lot of those ideas and those messages were traced back to FBI agents who were undercover or FBI informants who were undercover. So that's one part of it. And we know that because we've already seen that with the Gretman uh, Whitmer kidnapping plot up in Michigan. That was cited by Joe Biden and many others as being the ultimate example of the existential threat posed by white men in this country and by white supremacists, right? And then what we find out when it goes through the courts is that there were a significant number of FBI agents. In fact, I think by some count, there are more than there are people who are actually plotting to kidnap. And then you you see people being acquitted one after another because this is all BS. I mean, quite frankly, that's what it is. And so this is the same pattern that you see with January 6th. And then there's other evidence, like seeing people inside the Capitol Police offices going into bathrooms. This is on camera, according to Higgins. And he says that he's seen this video and they come out and they're dressed uh, out of the bathroom. They're now dressed as Trump supporters or construction workers and so on. And this is before the doors are open. This is when Trump is still speaking. This is before there's been any what they call the breach of the Capitol, which Higgins says isn't really a breach anyway, because those doors are massive and you can't get them open. They had to be opened. So he's, you know, he's still sticking to that, which is something that's come up from the beginning. And then in addition to that, what Higgins is really talking about is when you have a break. Hang on for one second. Yeah, just hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. We're going to return with probably the most powerful investigative reporter of our time, Larry Logan, next in the world. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 
100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offers eligible From only the Union with the Station. Friday promo we're going to document Friday all of that. 76. So you it's believe a limited time that those offer. buses have Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. And everybody that was promo on those two buses were FBI assets. 76. And I have a high degree of, of belief that they were actual FBI agents. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, ma'am, my objective conclusion is that... Uh, is that senior officials at the at the FBI were deeply involved there. You had a combination of FBI confidential informants, uh, either registered, unregistered, or or a volunteer informant, or actual FBI agents, depending upon the group and how significant the group was. Like the agents inserted and say that in the Proud Boys. Um, groups that were, that were going to come to to DC. Those are most probably actual FBI agents. Whereas some, you know, random Facebook group of patriots from Arizona or something was most likely an informant. So, but they're going down. These these men and their high perch and their their position of power and authority that are walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles. They're not going to get away with it. They have so far. We'll see. Powerful people in this country, they want to make sure no one hears your your voice. They want everyone to look at you like a far-right, crazy conspiracy theorist. Is that who you are? No, man. I'm a regular American man. The rest of the story by Lara Logan. Uh, Lara, you're talking about. We got. I want Grace and Mo to push out right now to the chat rooms and all the chat rooms. Be uh, force multipliers. Get this out. Get the link out. People have to see it. All of the nine episodes, but particularly this one. You're talking about something on a scale, ma'am, that makes Watergate look like a, a you know, a, a church social. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and and the implication of it so dark. So so we've had twenty. We've had a thousand trials. Have why has this not come up in any of the trials, or hasn't it just been buried? I mean, where this is now? We're four years. You know, we're almost four years removed from this. Why has none of this come forward to date, ma'am? There's several reasons. One is that congressional Republicans, congressional leaders on both sides, have been sitting on the evidence, right? And so they've been withholding much um, of the evidence from the American people and from even from defense attorneys. So there's Brady information, exculpatory information that would exonerate many people that has been uh, withheld. So that's one reason. Another reason is that the judges uh, don't allow a lot of this evidence to be admitted in court. I mean, and then you have juries that are completely and utterly biased. 
Um, you can, you know, you look to the last election. They say that 97 to 98 percent of D.C. is supposed to have voted Democrat. So what chance does anybody have in a courtroom in D.C. if they voted for Trump? I mean, it's just ridiculous. And then you have judges trying the same cases over and over. And they've stated in the courtroom they're, they're very obvious bias at this point. So but, you know, let's go back to the first point. First and foremost, you have people that have all of this evidence within reach and they've been sitting on it for two and a half years. Now, some of them would say to you, well, we didn't have the majority. You know, if they're Republican, they'll say we didn't have the majority until 10 months ago. Then we had the issue with Kevin McCarthy as speaker. OK, well, time's up, you know. Time's up, boys and girls, because people are rotting away in jail. Families have been torn apart. People have lost their jobs. They've lost their homes. I mean, this country has been absolutely trampled. And just because it doesn't affect you directly, maybe you're one of those people that wakes up every day and reads the New York Times, and or you're a conservative who thinks, I didn't go to January 6th, I'm going to be okay. I mean, if that's the way you think, then you are not a student of history, and you do not you have a firm grip on reality. Clay Higgins is a, a career law enforcement now in Congress. W- what is the convening authority? What, what platform is he using inside the House to actually do this investigation that, that he's done? And given your investigative skills, do you think it's legit? And, and do you think that at least what you've seen so far, he's got the receipts? Well, I wouldn't have put him out there if I didn't think it was legit, right? If I thought that he was uh, dishonest or didn't have the receipts, um, we would not have uh, done the story with him or done the interview with him at all. So I do believe that it is legit, particularly because, you know, you can see, Steve, when you watch this interview, I interrogated him, right? I didn't go easy on him. I didn't give him a free pass. You know, I really held his feet to the fire and I asked him repeatedly, you've seen this evidence yourself. This is firsthand evidence. You know this to be true. How? When can you show us the evidence? You know, so so this was not a walk in the park and it takes you know, it takes some courage in this environment for somebody to sit down and answer those questions and do it willingly and do it for the three hours or so that we held him um, to this interview, you know, in his office on Capitol Hill. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is that, you know, um, Clay Higgins, um, uh, you are right. He was a SWAT cop for many, many years. He knows how this is done. When he says to you, we've identified who one of those charter buses, who it belongs to. We have eyewitness testimony. We have whistleblowers who've come forward. He's not making these things up. Part of this investigation he did on his own. In a sense, it was through his office. Because immediately following January 6th, the Republicans didn't have control of the House. And so there were no investigative committees, not real ones anyway, besides the show trial that was the January 6th select committee. And so he was doing it at first through his office. But for since the Republicans took over, he's been on the oversight committee. So some of this investigation is done through the oversight committee. And then, you know, you have other concurrent committees right now, like the House Administration Subcommittee, um, which is run by Barry Loudermilk. You've got um, the Weaponization Committee under Jim Jordan. You know, you've got um, James Comer and his work going on. And what Higgins said to me is that they're, they're all cooperating to a degree. I mean, they all stay within the parameters of what they're legally able to do, but they're also cooperating. And uh, you know, he was, I, I really pushed him on the fact that Mike Johnson hasn't released all of the hours yet. He hasn't released all of the evidence. And, uh, and he said, you know, he said, we'll see on that one. He's, he believes 
that, that the American people are going to get access to all of it, and not just what happened inside the Capitol, not just what happened on the Capitol grounds, but all the other video evidence that helps them trace the movement of assets and people. So, for example, you know, those, um, those FBI agents or suspected FBI agents that he describes as having gotten off the bus, um, you know, they want to trace those uh, individuals from Union Station to the escalators to all the way along D.C. Because one thing for people to bear in mind when they assess this information is that Washington, D.C. is probably the most surveilled city on the planet. There are, uh, you know, there are cameras on every street corner. That entire city is surveilled 24-7. It also is a counterterrorism zone, you know, places like the Capitol building. These places have, I mean, they're designed to be secured against nuclear biological warfare, all right? I mean, these, when you're talking about the kind of security you have there, the idea that a bunch of people could just show up and, you know, blast their way in with no problem whatsoever, I mean, that should make, if that were actually true, if that were actually real, it should terrify every American, because what it would say is that we have no defenses. I mean, that one of the most secure, significant buildings in America has no real defenses. And that's just ridiculous. It's obviously not true. No, it, 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 this, what he, the direction he's going is the only way that the cash and all this about Bowser and, and Pelosi and all that really makes sense. I mean, being on Capitol Hill, I remember that day when we said, what's going on? You know, this is in the morning. What's going on up there? But they just they got the bicycle racks and they got the out of shape. Capitol Hill police are nice enough people, but they're not they're not a real security force. Right. They're, they're drinking. a You know, they're drinking a cup of coffee and having a donut and letting people come in and out of the Capitol. They're almost like essentially tour guides. There's not really a police force. They may have some guys who are specially armed, but it's not many. They had they just had the bicycle racks. There was no preparation at all, which makes no Everything. sense whatsoever. You hear the cash bar. But now, now Higgins, if Higgins is correct, that makes this whole thing make sense. It's the only way to make sense, isn't it? Well, it's interesting because I've spoken to a number of uh, law enforcement, very senior law enforcement people while I've been investigating this. And one of the first things they tell you is that if they wanted to secure the Capitol, they would have done so. I mean, they would have had mounted uh, police officers just as a start because one mounted cop, whether he's on a horse or on a bike, is worth 10 who's on the ground. Well, you didn't see any of that. So that's why there's the video makes sense when you watch this video where there's a number of uh, police officers and one of them is saying, we've been set up. Look at this. We've been set up. And a couple of them are agreeing with him because they know they know better than anyone else. And what I would say to you, Steve, about the officers, you know, sitting, drinking coffee, eating a donut is there are layers to the security at the Capitol. And uh, there are many layers that we don't see that they have access to that were not activated. For example, all that violence that happened in the tunnel, well, you will see, I followed that video to the end. And what you will see when we show it to you in one of the upcoming episodes is that it took one guy about 12 seconds to clear that tunnel. And he had he had a ammunition rifle, right? He had different authorities, he had different weapons, he had different rules of engagement. But he was, the Capitol Police allowed him to come through and bam, 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 it was done. And if they'd wanted to do that, 
hours before Roseanne Boylan died, hours before when Victoria White was being beaten, hours before these police officers were injured in the tunnel. They could have done that, but they chose not to do so. And that starts to make more sense when you listen to a guy like Higgins and you find out from him that there were this these ideas did not come necessarily from protesters. Some of these ideas came from plants within these groups because that's consistent with what we've seen happening for years now. Okay, so it's not just new with January 6th. And when Higgins talks about the Ghostbusters, one of the important things that he says is we can trace this. This is not something that just happened. There is an evidence trail here and we're going to find it. Okay, hang on one second. We'd like to hold you through this uh, short break. Lara, explosive, explosive, explosive. January 6th, next. It's clear the unthinkable is here. Our most trusted institutions now deceive us boldly every day. Something's clearly wrong. Time is short to become more self-reliant and secure. The future of you and your family. Act today with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness com- company. Let me repeat that. It's the country's largest preparedness company. They've been at this a long time. And they're more equipped than ever to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. And right now, it's 200 bucks off. You get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water, heat, and then eat. And remember, you get $200 off if you order today. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go right now to MyPatriotSupply.com for the $200 savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. and your order ships free the same day. It's best to have emergency food and not need it than to need it and not have it. Take $200 off at MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. It's the biggest preparedness company in the segment. Make sure you take advantage of their consultants. Go there today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Charlie Kirks is going to um, follow us at noon, as always, on Real America's Voice, two hours of populist nationalism, then Jack Posobiec. Uh, we'll be back at five. Dr. Stephen Hatfield is going to join me today uh, in the studio. Uh, we're also going to break down, I'm going to break down even further, uh, this uh, uh, zero hedge analysis. They do a really good job of tying it all together with charts and graphs of what we said yesterday about the administrative state or deep state part of the central bank in the Treasury Department doing a massive, massive Keynesian stimulus through fiat currency, cash infusion through Treasury and the Fed. Uh, we'll break that all down for you because this is they have made a determination under no circumstances will Donald Trump return to the White House. And so now the part of the administrative state that's not the biopharmaceutical or the um, the law enforcement, uh, national security intelligence, of which Laura Logan's talking about right now. And you see the reason they're going to do this. They understand Trump gets back in. It's game over. Th- this is why it's no I, this is not some debating society. This is not we're having some theoretical discussion on some theory of governance. This is uh, the administrative and deep state, the fourth branch of government versus this populist nationalist movement. Boom. That's it. 
There's no, you can't compromise and you can't, one side's going to win and one side's going to lose. I hate to say, is that clear? And they know that. And if you look at the charges that Lara Logan's bringing up today, it's uh, it's mind-boggling, but quite logical. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to understand the end of the dollar empire, because folks, it is, it's, you know, we've worked on this for three years. We've been pretty prescient about all the moves that happen, the deficits, the debt, the debt ceiling deal, all of it. But it's more turbulence to come, and that's why you need to go and ask Philip Patrick and team. And Philip will be with me for an hour on tomorrow's show to break all this down. But why gold has been a hedge for 5,000 years of man's history, mankind's history during times of turbulence. Because if you think it's turbulent now, you ain't seen nothing yet. And that's the same with the home title lock. Remember, you got cyber and AI combined. We showed you yesterday, I think in 90 seconds, they can get into. And that's with art. And myself, that, that's not two super pros on cyber and AI. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Just check it out. Go to their site. Talk to their professionals. Laura, what you're talking about is going forward. If you look at the logic of, of uh, and I know we want to get into the air marshals for a second, but I just want to stick with Higgins. If you look at the logic and his drive on this investigation and you think everything else is going on, I mean, you're going to have simultaneously – an investigation into into Biden taking money from the CCP back in starting in 15 as vice president and also uh, taking uh, money from the Ukrainians. And this is why he's so maniacally focused on getting 60 billion dollars. It's hush money on both sides. It's cut a deal in San Francisco, had the 400 traders go out there and say they're going to, you know, bail she out because he needs a bailout. And of course, we're getting 60 billion to Zelensky. It's a it's a it, these are hush money payments. Then you look at yours happening simultaneously or Higgins, people are going to say, oh, my God, because this gets to the core. Remember, the FBI and, and the Justice Department knew all about they had the laptop from hell nine months before Rudy and I got it or seven months before Rudy, nine months before I saw it. And I could tell you in 15 minutes and everything I've said at the time it came on the show and talked about was in the New York Post has all been shown to be 100 percent accurate. Why? I know the Chinese Communist Party and how they roll. This is why I'm sanctioned. The only civilian in the history of this country to be fully sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. When? One minute after Joe Biden took his hand off the Bible. They try to shut. This is why Miles grows in prison. They try to shut down their critics, the people that know what their, the, the deals they're running. But this one may be the biggest of all, Laura, don't you? I mean, you've done this now. You're, you're, you were the star at 60 Minutes. This may be the biggest thing because you're actually saying – and Higgins is saying, he says he has the receipts, that the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Justice Department, the highest levels institution, this is what we talked about in the first hour, the rot in the institutions, that institutionally these people conceived of and pulled off January 6th to make sure that Trump would not just was removed from the presidency that he had won, but would never return, would be smeared forever with that ma'am. Well, unfortunately, you're right. And, you know, for anyone who's in law enforcement, they understand how these kind of operations work. Like, for example, Higgins talked about the fact that the, the TSA had handed over lists 
of everyone who uh, flew to January 6th, to D.C. on Gen for January 6th. He handed that over to the ranking Republican on the Select Committee and to Benny um, Thompson, right, the, the chairman of the Select Committee. And then the FBI put these people on suspected watch lists. And so you would have heard, I'm sure, from people that you know, that when they're traveling, they're being pulled aside and they have marshals waiting and, you know, people, uh, security, taking them to the plane and, and um, keeping them from flying. And that's because of this letter, right? And that's because of something that Higgins said, is that they, he's just learned that there are teams of three air marshals that are trailing, putting physical surveillance on every single person that the FBI has put on that suspected terrorist watch list. And some of these people have never been accused of a crime. They've never been charged with a crime. They've never been, um, have any, they don't have any connection towards terrorism whatsoever. And yet they're treated as domestic terrorists. And I want to say, Steve, if you've got three air marshals that are tracking people, you know, there's a whole infrastructure behind that of the United States government. You've got people whose job it is to make sure that they know when anyone on the list is actually traveling. Then you've got these guys who are your air marshals. They're reporting back to somebody. There has to be a command center that's running this. You have at least three shifts of people every single day that are managing this operation. And this has been going on for almost three years. Okay, the expense to the U.S. taxpayer is absolutely unbelievable. Never mind that Higgins said, if you continue to use surface transportation, that is public transportation, but surface as in, you know, not just in the air, not just airplanes, then they continue to trail you. So, I mean, can you imagine why is it that we are tracking decent American citizens who have never been accused or convicted of a crime and pouring these kind of assets into them? And why has no one on Capitol Hill asked these questions? Why are we only finding out about this now, three years in? This is absolutely outrageous. And if you are stupid enough to believe that this is because these people are bad or these people, you know, the right is bad or Trump is bad. If you think this is happening because of that, then you can't be helped because you're just incapable of seeing what is right in front of your eyes, which is that when you have this kind of operation going on, of course, it goes all the way to the top. You can't have it happening unless that is the case. And when Higgins confronted Christopher Ray when he testified, you'll notice that Ray just dodges the question every time. And he goes straight to the default, which is, if you're saying that the violence was orchestrated by senior levels of the FBI, then you're wrong, right? And this is the, what, what they get away with. And then they attack the messenger. They'll attack me. They'll attack Higgins. They'll attack you. And they say, and, and you know, and there are, when I refer to powerful people that, that control the flow of information in this country, Look at who some of them are. Elon Musk is suing some of them, right? They go all the way from Media Matters Now to Facts First USA, where David Brock is continuing to do his work, where he's now going after people trying to make sure that there's this invisible wall between everything that you say and everything that I report, and by all those people out there in the United States who want the truth, right? They make sure that those people never hear the truth. And that's how they plan to get away with it, by isolating us, and, um, and using the powers that we have given them, because they do serve the people, they have every intention of using that power to suppress us permanently. There's no coming back from this if they prevail. And to walk people through, so where does this, we got about five minutes, I want you to walk through, where is your investigation going, the other installments, and how will that dovetail 
or will it with when Higgins begins to adjudicate this? Because obviously, as the power of your work, but coupled with a formal you know hearing or a formal presentation in Congress by a sitting congressman and a team, is obviously next level. So walk us through where you're going first and how you think that's going to dovetail with Higgins because. And of everything going on, this will obviously be the story of the year. This And this will lead to, how do I say, because they're not going to back off. So this is going to be explosive no. in the corrective action one must take. So tell us where you're going, ma'am, on this. Well, Higgins is not the only person on Capitol Hill who's investigating. I mentioned James Comer, Barry Loudermilk. You know, I asked Barry Loudermilk, is this potentially the biggest setup in American history? And he said, potentially, yes. So these are people who have seen some of the evidence. We're talking about destruction of documents. This is how scared these people are of, of anyone finding and out. And the just, just be specific, Loudermick is, tell, is telling, I think he told you and others, that McCarthy suppresses information, particularly the letter from Benny Thompson said they destroyed the, I mean, come on, man, they destroyed the depositions, the, the videotape depositions that were such yeah. a big deal. Uh, the videotape depositions, the right? They want to send me. They they want to send me to prison. They want to send me to prison. Over have been destroyed. He said that McCarthy suppressed that information from getting out. Correct. I I'm I have not spoken to him directly about that, but about McCarthy, I know that um, he was looking forward to getting past the whole McCarthy thing so that they could get back to work. He made that very clear to me, and I also know that his teams, what they discovered was that after the committee had said those records had been destroyed, what they learned was that they had given the transcripts um, of the interviews that they had done with White House personnel, they had given those to the, the White House, the Biden White House, and the transcripts of their interviews with Secret Service agents, they had given copies of those to the Department of Homeland Security. And in addition, they had supplied information to Jack Smith and to um, Fannie Willis, right, for, the, for those prosecutions against Trump. So on the one hand, you have a House committee. Essentially, those transcripts and those documents belong to the House. And you're denying the House, other members of the House, access to those records, but you're providing them to corrupt DAs for political prosecutions, and you're giving them to the White House and the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, which is pretty outrageous. You know, but Loudermilk has been, um, he's been pushing hard at his committee to get this information out. And he's been frustrated. They, there's a lot of red tape on the Hill that ties up the hands of, of these people. And so that's something, you know, that people need to bear in mind when they get frustrated. But it's been too long, right? It's been too long at this point. And they've got, they're under attack all the time. They've got so many people in their own party trying to subvert them as they pursue this. That, you know, it, it's quite something when the threat is not just coming from across the aisle, but it's coming from your own side. And that's why people need to speak up, because unless people speak up, these people are just going to continue to suppress this information. This information, this is why I'm, maybe I'm missing it. But if this information came out now officially, and this is why I don't understand what Johnson and these guys are doing, even Comer, the impeachment's imp obviously very important. But if this came out all the trials against Trump would would be dismissed immediately. You have to put them on hold for years to get to the bottom of this. You can't. How can you try char, charge Trump for January sixth? Uh, what they're charging with when if this information came out, you clearly have to. I think dismiss it or delay the trial to get to the bottom of this. This changes everything at such a fundamental level. That's why I'm, I'm kind of missing how the Republican Party or guys in. 
Go ahead, no, it, you're You are 100 percent right. But it doesn't just change it for Trump. It changes it for every January 6th defendant, for every yes. single one. Yes. You realize that there are still yes. people being arrested. There were people arrested yesterday. There probably will be somebody arrested today. OK, they haven't stopped. And this is what I think people just fail to grasp. You know, if it's not affecting them directly, if that knock isn't coming to your front door, you kind of think it's, you know, it's not happening. That is absolutely not true. Americans really need to realize that the Republicans have had the majority for 10 months and people are still being arrested and they're sitting on this evidence. Yeah. Laura, just hang on one second. We'll just it's a short break, but I want to give you all your touch points because people need to get onto your site now more than ever. Short commercial break. Laura Logan, an explosive uh, series, an explosive series, unbelievable. Next in the world for war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, Logan, you are a uh, you're a national treasure, and I don't say that lightly. One is the production quality of this is as good or better than 60 Minutes. And at 60 Minutes, because I've done the big interview 60 Minutes, they, they come with an army. I mean, that is – they got, you know, editors, cameramen, everything, researchers, the graphics, all of it. And I know your team is much smaller, so bravo, Zula, just incredible – What's the? Are you going to drop one next week? You going to drop one a really Christmas week? You going to drop one next Thursday? Yes, and I've been waiting a long time to tell this one. This is a particularly, um, this is a particularly memorable story for me. It it just strikes home um, because this is the story of Victoria White, and I know there's a lot of people in the January Six community that will recognize that name, but um, I, I will just tell you, see that the way I introduced this story. I basically said if there's one moment from January 6th that will change how history records what happened that day, it's this. And it's incredible to me that nobody knows this story because what happened to 
Victoria White was recorded on multiple, multiple cameras. It's one of the things that is being revealed as they're putting out more of this footage that the public has been denied, which is, by the way, Brady information. It's it's illegal to hold withhold exculpatory evidence. And that's what a lot of this footage is. And so I just... Um, I would urge people to stick with us and watch this episode because everybody should remember the name Victoria White when they think of January 6th. The way that she was beaten okay. was without conscience. <laughs> okay, we're making an announcement right now. Program Next Friday at 11 a.m., Laura's going to join us again, and we're going to do the hot wash-up of that episode. So we'll make sure everybody watches it the night before, and we'll have you here to break it down for us and talk about the implications. Laura, in the interim, where do people go? Social media, the website, all of it. Your work is extraordinary. And I know, I don't know how you sleep or when you find time to sleep because the quality is actually better than when you were at 60 Minutes. And at 60 Minutes, you were the star. So uh, how do people get to you? Um, on, on X, they can find me at Laura Logan or at Truth and Media um, on X and online at truthandmedia.com. Or I'm on, I'm on Truth Social, of course. Um, a big fan of Truth Social, and I'm on Locals, um, and you can find it on Rumble as well, and Getter. Laura Logan, you're a national treasure, man. Unbelievable. So Great work and courageous I work. Because really they're after her. They're after her like nobody's business. This is the most explosive thing I've seen in a long time. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. I mean... You see the whole Trump thing, but it, it's starting to make sense. It's starting to become clearer and clearer, right? And this is why they have to stop him. This is why Seb and I had the. This is why Robert Kagan put out the piece, five thousand words in the in the in the in the Washington Post, that talked about that laid out the intellectual and moral case that Trump was a new Caesar, <laughs> and what the Senate. The Senate of Rome had done to stop Caesarism, to assassinate Caesar, and laid out the moral and ethical and intellectual case for that. That's why that's so despicable. And now you see this. The, the country can't, all these people, that, anybody that stands up and says, I'm going to bring the country together, we need to heal, all this crap you see in the Republican primary, it's all, it's all nonsense. It's not going to happen until... We get to the bottom of all this until it's all unmasked and it's all out there. And you've seen this now with the vaccines. You've seen it with the pandemic. You've seen it with COVID. You've seen it with so many things. And now the financial situation we've been talking about, you've seen it. You've seen it. And it's not what the narrative was. This may be the darkest of all of it because this will culminate at least that first part of how they under there was no possibility they wanted Trump to stay in office. It was a coordinated effort to make sure that when he won, he would not retain the presidency. We're not, and you've seen what's happened in the forties. Look at the radical nature. That's why I say the the steel was as providential as our come from behind win in sixteen. Because in the steel, all the cards were turned over, and we see what they want to do to this republic. I refuse to go along with that. I just, I just, I could not live with myself. I could not think about my parents and my grandparents, my family to, to, to go along with that. I can't do it. No, I'm not built like that. I'm not made like that. I'm not wired like that. And I know this audience is not either, but now you see the stakes are involved 
And if you think they're going to roll over, you are sadly mistaken. Donald Trump, now you know why they got Donald Trump up for 700 years in prison on all this crap. And that's what it is. Seven, they would put a man in prison for 700 years wanting to die in prison for this, criminal charges. Forget everything else, just this. And people have uh, have not want, had the evidence and not want to bring it forward, had not want to, do not want to go there because of cowardice. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because it is upon courage that all the other virtues rest. Speaker Johnson, read your New Testament in that frame and then come back and talk to me. Someone who was there in 16, Meriwether Farms, founder and CEO. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us, ma'am, how do people get, how do they get into this? You're selling that every time you come on. Tell us what you got and how do people get to it? Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me back on. I mean, these these meat boxes are just flying off of our shelves, uh, but we are doing a special today, 10% off the entire site uh, with the discount code WARROOM10. We want to make sure that the War Room Posse has the ability to buy for their family a really nice steak box for their family this Christmas. So if you order today, it'll arrive next week. We've actually had a lot of people get gifts. And what we're doing now is we can do a personalized gift message. So if you want to buy a gift for your family this Christmas of a really beautiful box of steak and hamburger, then use the War Room 10 discount code. Go to MerriweatherFarms.com. Pick out the one you want. Order now because we are really low on stock at the end of this year. I mean, we've just been doing so well this year, Steve, thanks to you and your loyal viewers. And so we're just yeah. keeping this train rolling. No, this uh, real quickly, if you order today, you will get it delivered before Christmas, correct? Correct. You have to order today to get it before Christmas. It's a great gift for family members and others. So okay. where, where do they go? One more time. Where do they go? I want everybody yes. to pile into this right now because it's not going to last. Where do they go? MeriwetherFarms.com and pick out your favorite box and give a nice gift this year for Christmas. Merry Christmas, ma'am. You and the little one. Charlie Kirk's next. We'll see you at AmFest. We'll be back here at 5 uh, to 7 tonight. Modern Day Holy War takes us out. Folks, let me tell you about Soul Tea. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM Health, all one word, WARROOMHealth.com. Go there today.
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.